Welcome to the Growing with Nature podcast. I'm your host, Darren Williams, permaculture enthusiast, restoration ecologist, and founder of Growing with Nature. Too often, we hear that the best thing we can do for nature is to leave it alone. But people are a part of nature, and you can make the living world around you come alive with abundance for people, plants, and wildlife, even in your own backyard. Join me on a journey through regenerative soil building, permaculture, restoration ecology, and more. To learn concrete steps you can take at home to support wildlife, grow incredible, delicious food, and help heal our living world right in your own backyard. Ready to get started? Grab a shovel, roll up your sleeves, and let's make the living world around you come alive. In this episode, we're going to tackle a common challenge, how to deal with compacted soil without digging. If you've ever tried to plant in an area with compacted soil, then you know how hard this can be. It really can be backbreaking. Double digging, all those things, it works, but it's just so much effort. But there are simple ways to deal with compacted soil by working with nature instead of doing it all on your own. Nature really can help you loosen up compacted soil, but you've got to slow down and work on nature's schedule. Grabbing the shovel or tiller may be faster, but it's also a lot more work, and you won't get all the benefits that working with nature can bring. So how do you work with nature to deal with compacted soil without digging? It really comes down to two core steps. First, Cover the soil with mulch, which will help promote soil life. And the second one is to plant perennial plants. Now this works, but you can't rush it. It takes time for earthworms and other soil life to loosen up the soil enough for you to plant. And then it will take additional time for your perennial plants to get their roots established to help you break up the soil and loosen it. But if you do slow down and you work on nature's schedule... The results really are amazing. And if you want to see what this transformation looks like for yourself, then make sure to check out the show notes. You know, I got additional resources and I've t- added some pictures on there that can really help you see what's possible. So check out the show notes. There's a link in the description for that. And I know this may sound too good to be true, that just covering the soil and planting perennial plants can loosen up compacted soil. But I've used this simple process to turn an old gravel parking lot into a lush food forest. So let's look at how all this works and what you need to do to be successful with these two steps. And if you like what you hear today, then please leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever else you listen. Your review will help more people find us. People like you who want to bring these skills home to enjoy wildlife grow more food, and help heal our living world. Okay, let's get started. So when we bought our property back in 2016, there was this one area that had been used as a gravel parking lot. The neighbors had parked there, previous owners had parked there. There was even some old like roof scaffolding left on it. It was really just a degraded, kind of beat up area. And I remember I wanted to put in some live stakes in that area. I was hoping just to get some shrubs going really fast. And live staking is basically where you take a woody cutting from a plant like a willow and you just push it down into the ground and often they'll root and you get a new plant. I've done this a lot to get, you know, free plants um, just by taking cuttings from established ones. It works great. And I thought, you know, getting a few shrubs in this area would really help start improving the soil. But I couldn't hammer them in. The ground was just too hard. 
And this happens sometimes with live stakes, so I wasn't too worried. So I grabbed a metal pole. I still couldn't even hammer that in. Next, I grabbed a T-post and a T-post pounder. Finally, I was able to make some holes in the ground and got the live stakes planted. But, you know, if I had to do that just to get a live stake in, a little twig, basically, a stick, how was I going to dig in this area? And, you know, I wanted to turn this area into a food forest. You know, if you're wondering what a food forest is, you know, picture an air, a tree-covered area filled with fruit trees, berries, and other food plants, along with a bunch of native plants. Basically, picture a forest that's filled with food. That's what I wanted to create. But at the moment, all I had was a compacted gravel parking lot. And to make it even worse, most of the live stakes failed, except for a few that were on the edge of the old parking soil where the soil, a parking area where the soil was softer. I really wanted to make this area thrive, but I didn't want to have to use equipment to dig it out or bring in tons of soil. I'd already done a little bit with equipment to put in some hedgerows, and you know that was expensive. The equipment is noisy, gas, you know, gas guggling. I really just didn't want to go that route. And, you know, the reason I really wanted to turn this area into a food forest was because we live alongside a busy road. And this little compacted old parking lot was the furthest away from that road. And I thought it could really be a nice little getaway spot when we wanted to get away from the noise for my family and I. So, you know, I had to figure out how do I turn a gravel parking lot into a food forest without using equipment or bringing in tons of extra soil. And I knew that healthy soil is kept from being compacted by the actions of soil life. You know, earthworms and other critters that burrow through it. And, you know, from the roots of plants growing through the soil. You know, rains and other actions will compact the soil. But it's the action of life that keeps it nice and loose and aerated and lets water soak in and really keeps that soil fluffy and alive. So the first thing I did, because I wanted to promote soil life, was I got a bunch of cardboard and a ton of fall leaves plus some branches so cardboard i got from local shops you know the ones that had cardboard boxes just in recycling bins that i could just gather up and then the fall leaves i got from my neighbors so you know the neighbors a lot of people were getting rid of their leaves and i would go collect their bags i think i could literally got hundreds of bags of leaves not just for this area and the branches were collected because i needed something to hold the leaves down so once i had all this i got busy sheet mulching the whole area First, the cardboard went down, covering the whole area. There was some grasses and things growing, so the cardboard went over all that. Then I added the fall leaves on top of that cardboard, and then the branches, of course, on top of the leaves to hold it on place. And, you know, I added tons of leaves. There was probably a good foot or so of fresh leaves over this whole area. And then I waited. You know, I started in the fall, and I didn't do anything else for an entire year. I just waited and trusted that the soil life was busy doing what it does best, building healthy soil. And a year later, a lot of the leaves had broken down. Instead of a foot of leaves, it was just down to just a small covering over it. You know, the cardboard was all gone, and the soil was transformed. I started to do some simple plantings from seed, focusing on native lupins. You know, lupins also fix nitrogen in the soil through a partnership with soil microbes. So this makes them really great at helping to improve the soil. They also get a nice taproot, so they're a fantastic plant. But I also planted several fruit trees, some hazelnuts, some native buffalo berries, and some gummy berries. 
And both the buffalo berries and the gumi berries are all nitrogen fixers, just like the lupins. And, you know, a year earlier, I could barely get a T-post pounded into the ground to make a simple hole for a live stake. Now, I was out there with just a regular shovel, and I could easily dig holes to plant fruit trees. And since, you know, since that year now, or since I planted all that, you know, the fruit and nut trees and berries, they've all grown. And so have the lupins and other plants. You know, there's a picture, again, on the show notes, so make sure you check that out. There's a link in the description. But, you know, this is still a degraded area. And I don't want to make it out that this is all just perfect and everything's just thriving. I have lost some plants, and I'm still adding more plants. It takes time to turn a degraded, compacted area into a lush, abundant uh, food forest or just abundant growing area. You know, I've also had to add more mulch because the leaves broke down, which is great. It's made the soil much better. But I've added wood chips and other things to really keep that soil covered because I don't want it to dry out. And the soil still has a ton of gravel in it. But I can dig in it now pretty easily. And the plants really are doing well. Fruit trees are now taller than I am. You know, the hazelnuts are doing good despite getting some uh, nibbles by rabbits. They're still doing good. The lupins are huge. And I'm adding more and plants every year. And just it's really filling in. And this really is becoming a little sanctuary. We can now go in there and sit on some little logs that I put in underneath some willows and really just, you know, be in this nice little sheltered place that it really feels like you're in a forest you know it really has been amazing to see how well things are doing but this does take time you know this is a heavily degraded landscape and with these sorts of areas you can't expect it to be transformed overnight but you can still achieve amazing results you know you've really got to promote that soil life by covering the soil with mulch and then planting perennial plants and the key for this approach to work is to be patient if you want to deal with compacted soil without digging, then you've got to slow down and work with nature. And again, you know, make sure you check out the show notes um, for more resources about this. So let's, you know, look at these steps about how to deal with compacted soil. Let's dive into it. The hardest thing about working with nature is learning to slow down and be patient. Whether you're trying to deal with compacted soil without digging or dealing with pests by promoting the predators that eat them. You've got to be patient. The first step with dealing with compacted soil is to create the conditions that will let soil life thrive. Critters like earthworms that will work 24-7 in the right conditions to loosen up the soil for you. All that sheet mulching I did, the cardboard and fall leaves, they created a nice, cool, moist environment that earthworms and other soil life just love. The soil in my food forest, once it was covered, has never dried out. Even in the hottest part of the summer, it's always moist. And in the winter, under all that mulch, the soil stays relatively warm, and it doesn't freeze. Sometimes the mulch freezes, but the soil never does. And this let the soil life stay active throughout the year. The soil life is always active this way. And because of that, all that cardboard and fall leaves, you know, they broke down really fast. They provided food for the worms and other soil life. And over time, all that organic material from the fall leaves and even the carbon from the cardboards, all that gets worked down into the soil to help build topsoil. But this doesn't work if you only cover a few spots, if you only do like small circles around your plants. While that helps, and that's a good thing to do, if you really have a compacted soil, you need to cover all, the whole area. 
you got to cover as much as possible because that's how the soil stays moist and cool in the summer and keeps from freezing in the winter. The more you can cover, the better this will work. And then, you know, once the soil is loosened up by the soil life, and this can take a year or two, you know, then you can start planting your perennial plants. And in my opinion, native lupins are really one of the best options. If you live in North America, chances are there are some good native lupins for you. You know, these lupins can be direct seeded. They are a legume. They fix nitrogen, you know, and they get these really big tap roots that really just punch through the soil. You know, they and they also will self-seed some too. So it's just they're just really great. And I've had really good luck just broadcast seeding them. Um, you, you can do that in the fall or in the spring. Just you can soak them overnight and just warm water and then just spread the seeds out make sure they have really good soil contact but don't bury them and they'll germinate and do really well i've even broadcast them over mulch and had them germinate and go right through the mulch and just grow fantastically but as soon as the soil can be dug then you're really going to want to start adding trees and shrubs you know these plants will get huge root systems that they'll spread far and wide and this will really loosen up the soil and further help support soil life. And make sure that throughout all this that you keep the soil covered with mulch initially and over time with more and more perennial plants. You know, start with the mulch, that's the easiest way to do, but then plant enough plants so that eventually all the mulch is covered by plants and the plants become a living mulch for you. So to summarize, so how do you deal with compacted soil without digging? The first step is to cover the soil with mulch. You know, this can be fall leaves, wood chips, straw. You can do chop and drop. There's lots of different options, but just get it covered with mulch that will break down. Don't use rocks. And then the next step is to plant your perennial plants. And then you got to slow down and work on nature's time frame. You know, like I said, the, the soil life will break, break up the soil and loosen it up for you so you can plant in it. But it's going to take a year or two for that to happen. And then the perennial plants, you know, you'll get them in, they'll grow, and they're also going to take time to get their roots established. You're going to look at a couple of years, but if you keep adding plants every year, pretty soon you're going to have a lush, abundant area that really is going to be doing great. It really is that simple. But the hard part I know is slowing down and being patient. But if you do slow down and work with nature, you will not only loosen the soil, but you will also promote soil life and build healthy soil that will let your plants thrive once you plant them. You really will be cultivating abundance for people, plants, and wildlife. So please stay tuned for our next episode, where we will look at what you can do to attract birds to your property. And let's work together to heal our living world. All right, I hope you enjoyed that episode, and thank you for listening to the Growing With Nature podcast. This podcast is made possible thanks to our patrons over on Patreon.com. Thank you, patrons, for supporting our work. And if you like what you hear, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever else you listen. Your review will help more people find us, people like you, who want to bring these skills home to support wildlife, grow food, and help heal our living world. Well, that's all for now. See you next week, same time, same place. Have a great week, and keep on growing.